Welcome to the Serpent Soul Podcast, where we explore our identity before God and our relationship with God. I'm your host, Kenneth Grady, and I pray that we will be fed by the Word of God, led by the Spirit of God, and living with passion for the will of God. And in so doing, may we raise each other up as we lay ourselves down before the Lord. This is the Servant Soul Podcast. So quickly as I start out this week, I just want to say a quick apology for not having an episode last week. Um, I was on call and it was pretty busy in the HVAC industry, as cold as it is here in Ohio right now. And so I was just taking a little bit of a weekend off there and trying to catch up on some rest. But uh, this week, I'm excited for the lesson we have to look at. And I want to start out by just sharing kind of where it comes from. And that is, I was working with a customer and we got to talking about where we go to church and things. And they suggested I listen to a sermon that they really appreciated from their pastor. I said, I should check it out. So I told him I would and listened to it on the drive home. And it was really a blessing to me. And I don't want to attempt to just re-preach a sermon, but um, I do want to hit on some of the high points because it, it was a really great message. And I also linked the video in the episode notes, so feel free to check that out, and I think you'll enjoy it. But the main point uh, from his message was that we've really boiled down the gospel. And we, we tend to hit the high points as believers when we define our core beliefs or church doctrines, things like that about how you know, Jesus was born of a virgin and crucified, and resurrected, salvation through grace, or, or those different key you know, punching points that we hit. And all of the gospel is good. And as he said, there's nothing wrong with those parts that we focused on. Those are great and, and vital parts of the gospel. But we have to be careful about what we leave out. Because you know, in that summary of the what we call important parts of the Bible, We've left out the entire life of Jesus. I mean, literally, we've looked at, here's how he was born, here's how he died, and then he came back to being alive again. (laughs) And those are, like I said, very good things, but we have cut out everything that the gospel say about his life. And as he pointed out, all of the four gospels are about the way Jesus lived and who he was, and not just about, you know, those few points. And so when we promote the gospel as the message of Jesus's death and resurrection and just the salvation aspect of it, we've really gutted out most of the good news about Jesus. So what was great about Jesus? It's interesting that Jesus spoke so little about his death and resurrection. You know, when you think about it, the stage was set for Jesus by John the Baptist, spreading the message in in Matthew 3, 2, Repent ye, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Why was that such a powerful message? Because if the kingdom was coming, that meant that the king was coming. And so what we get in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John isn't just the good news that Jesus lived a perfect life and died for us, as important as it is. We get the good news that the king came to his people. The king was gentle and humble with his people. The king was moved by the suffering of his people. The king was patient and kind with the shortcomings of his people. The king worked to restore his people. And yes, 
The king paid the ultimate price for the freedom of his people, and then the king went to prepare a place for his people. That's what's so powerful about the kingdom of God is at hand. The king arrived, and now we just tell people that the gospel was, hey, Jesus died for you. And while there is truth in that, it isn't all that the gospel is, and it isn't the reason that people followed Jesus while he walked on the earth. I mean, he hadn't died yet. So what part of the gospel was being spread that inspired so many people to seek him, and follow him? Well, the good news was that Emmanuel had come, God with us. God is here, and he's approachable, and he listens, and he isn't scared to talk to sinners, and he's loving, and he isn't at all like the religious leaders that, we, that we're used to. And he's spending time to make sure we understand God's love for us. Come and see Jesus. He's right over here. He's healing people and teaching people. Bring your kids. He loves kids. He might even come over for dinner. I found Jesus, and it turns out that he's interested in people like me. See, that was the beauty in the life of Christ that we leave out when we try to just tell people the important stuff, as we might say. What's awesome about Jesus is he didn't spend a whole lot of time on the, quote, important stuff. The religious leaders wanted to keep Jesus tied up with the important stuff. Come and look at these laws. What does this mean? How do we apply this detail? How do we judge rightly in this matter? And the religious leaders couldn't handle it because Jesus cared about all the unimportant stuff. Jesus was busy feeding unimportant people in the wilderness. He was busy curing unimportant lepers on the highway. He was busy giving sight to an unimportant blind man. He was busy teaching unimportant people the word. He was busy loving unimportant people because they were so much more important to the king than all the religion in the world can possibly express. And all of its rules and regulations and three steps to freedom. Don't miss all the good stuff in the gospel looking for what's important. I want to give a small homework assignment. I've never done this before, so hopefully if you've listened for this long, you won't be upset about me asking you to do something. Uh, John 3.16, most of us probably know it by heart. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So here's the homework. I want you to go and read John 3 from the beginning. And you'll realize that this verse is one sentence in a conversation between Jesus and Nicodemus. And here's what I want you to think about. The gospel. The good news wasn't just the words that Jesus spoke about salvation. The gospel was also that Jesus, the king, was spending his night just talking to a man, caring about his soul, answering his questions, guiding his heart in truth and inviting him to believe. The good news is that Jesus, the king, wanted to spend his night that way. That's why he came. The, the gospel is that he wants that for you too. Put yourself at the campfire next to the king of kings and the lord of lords and realize that he wants just as much to answer your questions and guide your heart and invite you to believe because he cares about your soul. 1 Peter 5.67 says, Humble yourselves Therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Amen. Thanks for listening. And until next time, 
May we grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Amen.